wizard team in the time room, where we're taking our time turner out of the Department of Mysteries in the name of magical curiosity. Be warned that this is a timey-wimey podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. In this series, we will be choosing one moment from the original Harry Potter series, changing it, and asking how the story would be different from that point on. Please be advised that time travel is heavily restricted by the Ministry of Magic and that you should not try this at home. Joining us today with clearance from the Unspeakables are our friends Olivia and Proma. Hello. Hey. Can you guys introduce yourself so everyone knows which voice is which? Yes, in my natural speaking voice. (laughs) Uh, My name is Proma Kosa. I'm an entertainment reporter with Mashable. I have done tons of Harry Potter things since I was like, since 2006, let's say. So lots of conventions. I used to work for LeakyCon. I now go and I do tons of panels, often with Black Girls Create, which are some of I think our collective favorite panels in, um, I don't want to say like human history, but you know, maybe. (laughs) I mean, why not? (laughs) Yeah. um, And that's my, oh, I'm also, what else do I, I'm a writer, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a dancer, and I, I, I love Harry Potter, even though that's really fraught right now. So. Um, Thanks, Promo. Um, I'm Olivia Dolphin. Uh, I love you guys. I, um. How do I even introduce myself? I like doing panels with promo because I also have a long list of things that I'm involved in. So it makes me feel less bad about it. But uh, at the top, I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Wizards in Space Literary Magazine, um, which is a collection of printed stories that you can buy and hold in your hands and read um, from a variety of authors and writers and poems, poets, things like that. and we're about to come out with our sixth issue, which is very exciting. Um, I'm also a writer myself, a poet, a songwriter, and a musician, which is something new that I'm embracing publicly. Um, and I've also been in the Harry Potter fandom and community for a very long time. Um, also having fraught emotions <laughs> about how to reframe that part of my life and part of my identity. But we're working through it. Olivia um, and I met at a hotel room in Canada in 2007 yeah. during a convention, and and I think that's beautiful. Here we are now. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> All this time later. Oh, yeah. Always. Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Robin? I'm so sorry. For what already? I'm, I'm so, so sorry. You <laughs> know, I have that thing. I do, like, I, someone should go back and, like, with their team history for the amount of times I say something and immediately I'm like, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Should have kept it to myself. Real quick, we have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast, and we want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our website, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around, support Black Girls Create, check out our Patronus perks, or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash support. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd, fashion, and stationary game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. To subscribe, go to blackgirlscreate.org. Tomorrow is Joey Fatone, Fat One Sandwiches, uh, Tenor Supreme, Host of something on the game show network. <laughs> I, don't, I 
I don't be watching it, but I, I, don't know all, I don't know all that. I don't know. I don't be watching it, but I, you know, I get the notifications on Twitter whenever he tweets me. I always be tweeting about the Game Show Network. It is Joey Fatone's birthday, okay? Okay? Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Indeed. In sync. Forever. In case you didn't know who that was. The official band of... Oh. No. No, ma'am. Oh, oh my. Oh, my. Um, Saturday is Lily Evans' birthday. So, shout out to Lily. Uh, I hear she has a really nice eyes. Me, t- me, me as well. Yeah. I also have heard that... I don't know. Just things. Brightest she's a, of her age. Something like Different that. Different age. Different age, but, but she's pretty bright. Bright. Yep. Cool. All right. She got the, she got the fella shook. <laughs> I know that about That her. part, okay? <laughs> I was going to say something really inappropriate. But I'm not <laughs> Happy birthday to Lily and to Joey Fatone. <laughs> All right. So. Let's, let's do this. Let's do so. it. Ugh, let's get into it again. You guys have I... the time turner. Where are we going? We are going to uh, Harry Potter Year 5. No, I mean 1996. I guess I should give it a year yes. and not reference Harry no, I Potter's think it is, life. I think it is 96 at that point. Yeah. Olivia, do you want to say exactly when? This was this yes. is your baby, so I think... This is my idea, so I got us into this mess, and I will announce it to the world. Um, we <laughs> are going back in time to Harry Potter's fifth year when Marietta Edgecombe ratted out Dumbledore's army, and we are going to stop her from doing that and see what happens next. I love this for two reasons. One, because when I was like, okay, we're going to have to ask y'all on, I was like, I need Marietta to be chosen at some point. Also, we literally, I said it, like, and then I asked Olivia, what, and then like, and when she, I was just like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to like make someone do something that they don't want to do. So I'm going to just. You, the crucial you picked the right person and the right people because yeah, Olivia has been shouting about Marietta for years. years. And yeah. also, both of y'all, the other reason I love this is that both of y'all were on our episode when we actually read this chapter. We have a joint brand when it comes to Marietta. Collectively, Olivia and I, I would say, like, could, like, if we didn't have, like, 10 million other jobs, we could collectively just, like, go on the road preaching the gospel of Marietta and Cho and, like, how many ways they were wronged by Mm -hmm. Harry Potter specifically, by the books, by just, like, all of it. So this is very, this is very close to home. Like, I get emotional talking about it, so. It's very close to home, and I feel like I should, I always like to preference discussions around Marietta because it is, like a hot topic and you can come at it from a lot of different perspectives and from a lot of different um viewpoints and like I want to say off the bat that I know that but I think um really looking at how um like Umbridge actions really influenced Marietta as a person as a young young adult is very interesting especially today in today's world as we start to see the media and different people like affecting the upcoming generations in multiple different ways so i just want to give that little shout out that i know that there's a lot of different opinions about marietta's actions and um all of that stuff so i just i think it's a really important conversation to have from all perspectives yeah 
Well, plus she's a redhead, so I have to go to that <laughs> by law. I do not remember her being a redhead. Yeah, I think she's a curly redhead. I have no okay. She's not a Weasley though. So. Listen, we, we own canon, so I believe you. <laughs> I can make up whatever I want. Yeah, whatever you think of, especially when it comes to Murrieta, because you are the authority on that. So I am. Um, I am one. Yeah. Yes. The the two authorities on Murrieta Edgecombe and Cho Chang with us today. We are so honored. <laughs> yes. Foremost scholars. I'm so proud. I feel like I made it. <laughs> that's all i have to say and i can leave harry potter forever i mean you might have to (laughs) must be nice this was hard i will say i told um olivia last night we were working on our notes and um just kind of like prepping for this and i reread this chapter which she had already done and i texted her i was like this is hard like it was tough because i have not reread the books in a few years now particularly Mm -hmm. since you know June 2020 and I was just like I got like half a paragraph in and I was like oh shit this lab like (laughs) right yeah (laughs) see I haven't done that really yet like even with this like I'll go back and I just kind of skim not enough to like get yeah I started doing that instead but like when I got to the specific part I was like trying to read it in detail man it was rough I yeah. really like those yeah. books. Yeah. I'm so mad at her. I know. The thing that's like been really great for me though in doing this is like I found joy in the books again because it, it really reminds me of going back to like how I started in the Harry Potter fandom, which is just like me and Bayana talking shit to each other like in a living room. And like she's so inconsequential in these that yeah. it, it gets really like we, you know, you get to remove Joe pretty quickly. No, and yeah, between. and the books are a time capsule, right? And we talk about this all yeah. the time. Like whenever any of us have done panels together, the books are a time capsule. They were written twenty or some more years ago, some of them. And we constantly like this is a huge part of critical fandom, which like Wizard Team and Black Rose Create is all about, is that like, you go back to the source material, you pull it out of context, you dissect it through this lens of like what works now, what we've learned since we read it when we were younger, and all that's so important. But yeah. I agree. So it's nice to like just like be with people talking about the books right now after having gone through that like last night after a long time. Um, but you're right. Yeah. You're right. That's not about her. It was a different version of her. Hopefully, <laughs> not a bad one. Um, yeah, we'll see. It could have been a fluke. She could be a terrible person who wrote a good book. I'm unpacking it all, and I just I just <laughs> wanted to express that because I know that we're all going through that on and off <laughs> constantly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, where are we at? So we okay. are in chapters at twenty-seven. Um, and so basically, so there's like the moment where Dobby comes into the DA and they're learning Patronuses, and Dobby comes into the DA and he's like, "She's coming, y'all gotta go." Um, but instead, that doesn't happen. I yes. I think just, that's what happens in the movies, right? Uh, well, no, either way, there's no Dobby. They cut Dobby from the. They cut movie. Dobby instead. They like blew oh, a okay. hole in the castle or something yeah. weird. Yeah. The whole montage of the uh, inquisitorial squad in the movie, led by Filch, it's very comical. It's so weird how the movie made Umbridge and everything like attached to her with that like bouncy music. Mm-hmm. It's like, that, uh, like Scooby Doo kind of <laughs> like. Right, we're all running back and forth in the hallway. Meanwhile, she's torturing children and gaslighting them. (laughs) You know, 
it's, it's I, um, truly insane. Uh, but yeah, in the, I'm, so in the movie they cut Dobby and they're just like walking around like exploding the wall to the room of apartment over and over again. Continue, sorry. I picked up my reading because as we said that um, I found it to be tough to read. So I picked up right from when Harry went into Dumbledore's office, which is I think the one of the juiciest scenes. Ooh, so you're saying that Okay, so Marietta oh. says something, yes. or? Well, I think the effect of, oh, time is hard to talk about. Okay, so <laughs> if Marietta never rats out Dumbledore's army, then they can just keep going on. Mm-hmm. But I think the things that really hold the glue together of why I think that this moment is awesome to think about in terms of time is because what Marietta ratting Dumbledore's army out triggers Dumbledore leaving Hogwarts Mm -hmm. and I think that that's a pivotal moment in the series where because that means that Umbridge gets to be headmistress and then she has all the power um Dumbledore has to take um the um credit for Dumbledore's army and has to kind of like leave and and like and then Fudge now thinks that he's the bad guy so I think that 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 overall is the moment that I think if you take that out of time, you mm-hmm. start to see effects of yeah. um, what that means. We had yeah. a bit of a spiral kind of unpacking this moment and like tracing back the events that go to it, especially once you realize that it triggers directly Umbridge becoming headmistress and Dumbledore leaving and everything mm-hmm. that all of that leads to. When you trace it back to Marietta, like her, this tiny act, what feels like, oh, what feels like just kind of a minor betrayal in this book. Maybe not minor. I shouldn't say minor, but my minor character committing a major betrayal this it's just such a huge domino and we actually kind of when Olivia and I were talking like just kind of freaked ourselves out with like how much this could how much this affects how much just spirals out of control because of this one thing yeah it's gonna be I'm yes I'm very excited so yeah so they keep on going with their lessons and I guess like this is Seamus' first um, meeting. meeting, which, like, wow. Which is so interesting. At the like, end and just... I, just, I just thought that was interesting, the parallel of, like, yeah, Seamus, like, just started kind of believing Harry and believing in Dumbledore again and, like, came on to, like, the right side of the cause, as it were, and it happens to be the same time that Marietta, like, lost awesome. this meeting mm-hmm. and actually lost faith. So that was an interesting thing, rereading it, of just, like, that switch. Switch, yeah. Um... So then, are we saying that Marietta is here? No, I don't know. Does she still does she still like decide like Nah, I'm not going to show up? Or does she just just skip the meeting? Mm. Actually, it's not clear because she shows up in Dumbledore's office with Umbridge. I think no, no. I think she skipped the meeting because she would have her face was already. No, but if she doesn't sit, then she's fine. Yeah, she'd be fine. So I think the question here would be, so if Marietta never, never tattles, then Hermione's spell never oh, comes yes. through. Yes. Which mm-hmm. means, one, I think that there's some things to talk about, about, like, nobody ever finds out how cruel Hermione Granger actually is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we could talk about that. But then also, I and I think that this is the interesting, if we hone in on the relationships really quickly, there's two here that wouldn't be affected as much. One, Marietta and Cho wouldn't have the... Um, the dynamic of Marietta having kind of betrayed this thing that Cho was finding joy in after the grief of losing Cedric. There's that. And then obviously 
if she's there supporting Joe, who's in a relationship with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Do they never doomed. break up? It was doomed from the start, let's be clear. It They're was doomed break from up the start. <laughs> one way or another. They're neither yeah. of them in a place to date, let alone date each other. But yeah. they could have gone on like more than one lousy date. They could have, as I put in my Google Doc, kissed maybe twice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it just could have ended like not so messily. I really take issue with how that and how that went and how it ended. We're just like Cho and Harry constantly missed connections, bad communication, like really not like Harry is not ex- at all emotionally there for her in the way that she needs. And Mar- Marietta not switching wouldn't have solved that. But the DA is like the one is like one of the only things kind of keeping him sane. So he would have had some like I think well, I wrote this. I don't know why I keep referencing the doc that no one is ever going to see. <laughs> I had this thought that, like, the, losing the DA kind of kills Harry's very, like, last shred of, like, mental health and empathy in Order of the Phoenix, which, as we know throughout the book, and this, people have talked about this since, like, 2003, is, like, he's really going through it. He's really struggling. He's holding on by a thread. He's, like, constantly lashing out at people. He's freaking out. He's having nightmares. And literally, so I actually started rereading the chapter earlier, um, in like the section that starts this and on page page 606 in the u.s version it literally says if harry had if it had not been for the da lessons harry thought he would have been extremely unhappy he sometimes felt that he was living for the hours he spent in the room of requirement working hard but thoroughly enjoying himself at the same time swelling with pride as he looked around at his fellow da members and saw how far they had come make harry potter professor 2k forever <laughs> um well i mean this, yeah, we, we, we'll get into it. But so my question is, and this is like the thing I want to clarify with you guys before we really dive in, is so we know that Marietta doesn't tell, but do you think that she remains in the DA or does she just quietly, you know, go to Cho and say, this is your thing. I'm really, I don't want to, I don't want the target on my back. I don't, I, I'm too anxious and I'm, I'm not going anymore. Like, because she really does join as support. You're saying if she yeah, didn't, if she didn't snitch would she do this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if would she's she not going to snitch, right? But does that mean... Maybe, because she... I get the sense that she was at her breaking point as well, with, like, just in general, kind of being, like, like you said, this is this is Cho's thing, and then also with the pressure of her mom working for the ministry, and Umbridge's rise to power, regardless, at that point, like, even though she wasn't headmistress, she was gaining power every day. So I mm-hmm. do think she might have, if Marietta was going to make that decision to be to not snitch, but, like, kind of remove herself a little, that maybe she would have done that and taken a step back. Yeah. I I actually might feel different, but probably because I idolize this character in my heart. Um, but I... Uh, I feel like Mary is somebody that goes along with the pressure, and, like, that's why in the real version she told, because she was having that, that umbrage pressure on her, Mm-hmm. But if she had the flip side of of that pressure of, like, I need to be a good friend to Cho, you know, if that part of her had won out in this in this battle um, to tell or not tell, I think she probably would have stayed and would have continued to learn um, and maybe come around to... You know, maybe the, she, if she came to maybe? just, like, this meeting alone, she would have seen Seamus there, and maybe that would have been a turning point. Yes, that's a really good point, too. And also, Patronuses are, like, magic, too, so I'm sure they're, like... Yeah, it's happy. Yeah. Like, not happy-go-lucky, but it's Mm -hmm. happier magic. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Okay, so where are we at so that she doesn't tell? Because like what when that her telling Umbridge basically happens off the page, right? Yeah, okay, but, I, so. but it's essentially just that like they continue on with their Patronus yeah. um, lesson. Lesson. Harry, er, sorry, Dumbledore is still at Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Um, Umbridge is still like High Inquisitor and still has like her squad or whatever. But yeah. like, she's still trying to fire Hagrid every minute yes, of the day. She is still trying to fire Hagrid, which I feel like is the is that the next like big. I think, yeah, because Seen and Unforeseen, I believe, is that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they go they go to Hagrid's hut in the middle of the night yeah. to try and, like, make it oh, quiet, yeah. and it's a disaster, and they shoot stunners at him that bounce off, and then they stun mm-hmm. the goal. It's all... There's so much stuff that happens. But wait, hold up. Backtracking a little bit, because... Um, so, before that happens, Harry puts his face where it doesn't belong. That's true. And... Oh, he gets like he's yeah. um like Snape stops teaching him occlumency because yeah. Dumbledore is here. Yeah. Do we think that Harry goes to Dumbledore, or like even if he doesn't, does like is Hermione like yo like somebody needs to you need to talk to like does Dumbledore get involved yeah. at that moment with occlumency? I think Hermione says that still, but I don't think I mean Harry and Dumbledore are very much in a weird place right now still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, but I he's still, like, but he's present though. Like he's like think, physically there, so it's. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think because he, from in the the you know at the end of the book when you when you get when you start to hear that Snape had this secret spy life, it gave me the impression that Snape and Dumbledore are having regular meetings to talk about what's happening in the Voldemort camp and things like that. So I think that at some point Snape would probably have to let slip that he and Harry aren't having lessons anymore so i don't think harry would tell i don't think hermione would tell um even if she is like weaseling in harry's ear i think that dumbledore and snape would probably end up having a conversation about it behind the scenes and then snape, dumbledore would be like you're being a jerk go back but there i don't think, I don't think would give him the details like I, I agree that dumbledore would would be like no questions asked would just be like you what are you doing like you need to teach him and then snape right. would be like the boy is insolent or whatever and like, <laughs> and like be, never like, pull the trigger he would not be like actually like the spell backfired and he saw me being bullied in my underwear like that's not gonna it's not gonna get to that level definitely not no but no. i think no. but so the question i think ultimately is does harry continue taking occlumency lessons or does it just never or does that still i think harry yeah. would still stick his nose I don't think any time Turner is going to change that. Um, yeah. that I think it's gonna... still, it's like the Harry Cho thing where it's like, it, if it was going to, it was going to combust regardless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I definitely, yeah. I feel like maybe he just keeps taking the lessons, but it's like, they're even useless. more awful than before because like mm-hmm. now they have this. No yeah. one wants, none of them wants to be there. Like, A lot of the events that are affected by Marietta not um, telling on the DA are things that were sort of inevitable kind of dominoes mm-hmm. that do fall but they just fall faster like it kind of just speeds yeah. up and I would and like kickstarts the the whole climax of the book really starts kind of from the next chapter onward mm-hmm. right and there's like in but because Dumbledore's there it slows it down a little bit because people are like okay I guess like yeah when <laughs> all of the books like the earlier books especially there's this comfort that Harry and his friends get that everyone in the wizarding world gets just from Dumbledore's presence. Mm-hmm. So even though he's not involved, even though he's not teaching occlumency to Harry, he's 
somewhere in the building, right? And you know, he has right. Harry's best interest at heart, even though they're going through this weird time right now. And this is the this is the book where only at the end does Harry realize how fallible Dumbledore is and how mm-hmm. selfish we learn later. But yeah, that him him leaving changes that, and that like the comfort of his presence is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's also a sense of like they're still being allowed to be reckless to a certain extent because no matter how bad it gets, Dumbledore will fix it. Type of thing, you know. Like I can I can stick my face in this man's memories, or no, that's not what he does. Yeah, he, just- well. Much. He's doing Protego. Like, no, that's the movie. That's the movie. And they might have actually done Protego at one point. And it's just a little bit. Yeah, he sticks at one his point, face in this movie. He literally right? sees it in the scene. No, 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 no. Like, he, the first, there's one time where he does use Protego and it flashes back Correct. and he sees like snippets. Yes. And Snape gets angry, but he he's like, we'll just keep going. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, I didn't tell you to use that spell. And that then big memory. Point, he yeah. shoves his face in the yeah. fence. Yeah, because I think like Draco yeah. comes to get Snape because some I think Peeves is doing something. Right. Harry? And oh, yeah. Peeves, is, Peeves is involved. Well, we can talk about this too. Peeves yeah. is. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, do so. Does Fred, Fred and George? I feel like that still happens. Like career advice. Yeah, I feel like would still happen because he, Harry still needs to go talk to. Well, hmm. I don't I think know. There's I don't know less that they would... chaos because I think like Fred and George definitely like started doing a lot more once Dumbledore was gone. But I do, I still think that they would risk their necks and decide like I don't need to be here just you know to get Harry. I think um, it would help Harry. But do you Dumbledore think just... that Harry doesn't go to dump like bang on Dumbledore's office? Not, Dumbledore is not answering this boy's. He's leaving Harry on red. No, I understand that, <laughs> but I'm like, at this point, at this... he's beyond leaving him on red. He's like typing, and you can see the bubbles, and then yeah, like, and disappearing. Like, yeah, no, and I know that, but I'm just thinking, like, at what, like, so in the in canon, Harry has like the only place he can go get to the or the only access he has to flee is in Umbridge's office. Mm-hmm. You think you would ask to use Dumbledore's office? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I don't think. I'm Harry, just trying to figure Harry out. Harry is like, too prideful at this point. Not at like, this Dumbledore point. Dumbledore doesn't want to talk to me. I think not at the point where he's trying to save. He's Siri. not trying to save Sirius. Uh, That's not what this is. He's trying to ask Sirius about his dad. Mm-hmm. So this is a different right. I'm situation. Ahead. Yeah. Okay, so I'm this ahead. is him just trying to learn about his dad, and, and I can't yeah. see him going to Dumbledore because like Dumbledore doesn't want to talk to me anyway. Yeah. And Fred and George mm. are like, "Oh, you need a diversion." Cool. So I also, but I also don't know that he would. I think Fred and George would help him if he asked for help. I don't think Harry would necessarily ask them for help in this situation because, again, there's still like the Dumbledore security blanket affects everything. I think mm-hmm. even the openness that Harry had with Fred and George or with like Ginny, Luna, and Neville towards the end, like a lot of that comes from this like our safety blanket's gone, like all bets are off. Everyone just like, yeah, we need all the help we can get. So he would have probably done something stupid. He would have like tried to slip in with the cloak, etc. Fred and George independently though, like they start, they go on their like pranking rampage because Dumbledore left, like exactly explicitly because right. he left. And then they they say so themselves. And then Olivia pointed this out of like, would they still leave school or would they just like finish, graduate, and then go start a joke shop without the greatest exit ever? Right. Well, okay. So if they're not helping Harry then there's no reason for them. Because the only reason they really left was because they got caught. Like, they were, like, kind of ready for... They were ready to get caught. And were like, mm-hmm. if we get caught, we'll just leave. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, maybe instead, Harry 
just does right because I don't think I don't think um, Umbridge has the like um, alarm on her office yet. so it could just be somehow they have some other diversion. Maybe they find peeves or something and are like, okay, we should just. But yeah. 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 I don't really think that Fred and George would go on quite the rampage um, in order to like to leave the school. Ultimately, I think mm-hmm. that they would probably still be like, you know, the whole school is kind of starting to rebel against Umbridge but it's not until she has the main power that everybody's like oh you know screw this because they're doing Um, quiet small rebellions against a teacher versus like open warfare against the school because like what what Fred and George do if they did that while Dumbledore was there Dumbledore would also have like no choice but to expel them (laughs) and they don't want to put him in that position they don't want to make it look like his administration as headmaster is is not effective in terms of, like, keeping students in line. So how do you think Harry gets the distraction to get into Umbridge's office? Or does he do something even more wild? He could just use a freaking mirror. Oh. Because maybe he, like, can't figure it out, right? He can't figure out what to do. What if that's it? What if he's sitting in the doorway doing like? I think he can use like, the mirror. I do. Like, right? well, how do I talk to Sirius? How do I talk to Sirius? And then suddenly he actually like has this moment and was like, "Wait, the mirror he gave me explicitly to communicate well, he's never with him." Opened it, so he doesn't know that that's what it is. That's true. But no, he, he, could, could, he, could, say, he could say Sirius did give me this thing, whatever this is. If yeah, I maybe I'll go open it. Him, yeah, and I'll I do go think again it. that like modicum of sanity and like clearness of head would go such a long way for him. That's yeah. true. He's not quite as... Once again, everything comes desperate. back to how wizards need therapists. Truly, honestly. Everything like, comes back to it. The biggest thing. Um, okay, so he uses the I mirror? think he uses the mirror. I love okay. that. But I he's thinking, like, he he's, isn't going to, like, want to put anyone else at risk to that extent. Mm-hmm of a distraction. He's a little more clear-headed. Yeah, the twins are not already waging this open war, right. so, like, they're not just, they're not really even that gung-ho to, like, do that. They're also in their little rebellions. He's a little bit more clear-headed. A little, not not so much clear. His head is not so clear that he doesn't stick his face in someone's freaking memories, right. but enough that he's, like, and he's desperate. Yes. Like, when he wants to talk to Sirius, mm-hmm. like, even that whole, he's still just as desperate to talk to Sirius. Yeah. I think he opens it. Yeah. Love I think so, too. Like, I love that. You that know, would Jock's story or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> well, you know um, what that means, then? I don't know if we want to get ahead of ourselves, but if he uses that mirror, then that means a lot of different things. That means yeah. he uses it the second time when he has the vision. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so let's get I there. mean, I guess we're just I mean, Grop is probably gonna happen about the same. Well, no, do we never ever meet Grop? We, we have to meet Grop. Because the only reason we meet Grop is because Hagrid's like, I'm probably gonna have to go oh. or like get fired soon. Oh yeah, no, but I think it's so I need y'all to as no, because she still has the ability to dismiss teachers. Like, but he doesn't have to them leave. Out. And that's right. and the thing is, is he was like, "I'm gonna have to, I'm leave. gonna be kicked out. Oh, I have to leave." I feel like though the amount. So my theory would be that 
Umbridge would keep amassing power. It would just be slowly. I don't think she'd ever get the title of headmistress, but they were taking Dumbledore's power down a notch and hers up a notch. So I think it's eventually kind of would even yeah. out. So the um, Umbridge is amassing that power, then Hagrid's going to get like increasingly agitated. So I feel like maybe he would still. I can see him being like about that. She's watching me, so I might need you guys like we to like. I can't just help. He might still. He might still introduce. I need help the same way that he needed help with like Norbert. You know what I mean? Like, but like, would he come in the middle? I mean, I guess he did it because everybody was watching the match. Yeah, and he was like, I don't know. It felt more urgent. Yeah, I don't know if it would be as at the time. And I feel like I feel like Dumbledore and with Hagrid's faith in Dumbledore, I don't think he would be as worried. Like I think that he would know that even if he did get sacked from his job, like he'd still have a home. Yeah. And like would be able to yeah. go. You know what I mean? Like But I, I do think, think that he knows that like having Grop there has to be breaking some Grop is just a bad idea. Overall. You know what I mean? And not like not No, I know, but I'm saying but what I'm saying is he he knew enough he knew that having Grop there was a bad enough idea that he hid him anyway. It's not like he just like showed up with like like he had Norbert in his freaking house well wouldn't fit in his house but yeah but you know what i mean like but he still is like hiding him like he's not telling anyone so he knows to a certain extent that that is a a, it's a that dumbledore wouldn't like let it fly like they would be like no this has to you know what i mean i i think that he knows enough to be i don't think it's urgent enough for him to involve I'm not saying, I, but I I do think that at that point where he's like, I am being watched and I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, I think I could see maybe, because it's, it's not urgent in the same way, it's not urgent in the same way of like, come with me right now because I'm going to have to leave at any second. But I do see as like the, one, as the year is progressing and he's always showing up, beaten up and stuff like Harry's curiosity is going to get the better of him like at some point harry is going to turn his attention to Hagrid mm-hmm. and be like what is going on mm-hmm. i feel like there's a way in which they find out about grop and it doesn't happen the exact same way and it doesn't happen with the same urgency but like hermione and harry are not going to like continue to see this man being beat up while umbridge is breathing down his neck and be like we'll just let it go yeah, I think, I think it would be a case of Hag- Hagrid being like, come meet my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eventually. I think it's very much like, like a... This is not a good idea. Yeah, I think it's... I think it, sh- I think it presents itself much more in, like, the um, the, the crab, the fire-eating crab. The, the blast-ended skirt. Blast-ended skirt. <laughs> where he's just like, look at this cool thing I did, and then you get there and you're like, this is not... Yeah, so I think it wouldn't be um, urgent, like you said, but yeah. I think that like there's a way in which he would end they up. They could like meet him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think Hagrid is thinking it's like a wonderful best friend to meet my family, and they're like, what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm in the camp of that they would still somehow meet Grop just through Hagrid's habit of being overly sentimental or like 
I just think it would probably happen. Tom's like, gonna have a birthday. He's gonna have invite them yeah. to the party. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh it's, my it's God. Aragog's funeral, you know, it would be that all over again of life. <laughs> Come bury this here. I'm mad at everyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right at all of this. Uh, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. The I guess then the next thing is the would Hagrid get attacked? Like I don't know that that would happen. Under no. dude with Dumbledore in charge? With Dumbledore's still with Dumbledore there. Still there. Like, I don't Hagrid. think so. No. Hagrid's no good. McGonagall's good. McGonagall's good. And Harry uses the mirror. I do think it's interesting, like so Dumbledore um leaving in leaving the school he admits to crimes he hasn't committed to fudge his face he's like yes i've been plotting against you and starting an army all of this stuff which which reading that yesterday was insane given our current like not to bring it up but like given our current political climate imagine anyone who is being falsely accused of nonsense every day admitting to even one lick of that it would it'll be a field day for right. and it would never be mm-hmm. would never hear the end of it like people still bring up like hillary's emails and she didn't even right. she wasn't oh even like God. yeah what of it like so the fact that like dumbledore was literally like yes i've been plotting against the administration like this whole time right yeah so like oh, you're trying to imprison me and then he's, like, oh, come at me, bro, basically i feel like the people who are very much on fudge's side on the daily prophet side like really really buying into that propaganda into that fake news if you will would never let go of the fact that Dumbledore did that, regardless of like whether or not you know this. And this is, I guess, I'm discussing the timeline that we know in which he mm-hmm. did say all of that and leave the school. People probably continued to believe that he had done that, that he'd plotted against the ministry. It's different because they were immediately disproven by the fact that Voldemort was explicitly back, right? But that is just a crazy th- thing to think about. Like, I do think that there are people who, even when Voldemort returned and rose to power, who were like. Yeah, but remember um, that one time like, with Dumbledore? Like who were, like, not necessarily, like, oh, yeah, I want to be a Death Eater, but who were, like, too pivoted to go with the flow, or who probably still were, like, in their homes being, like, I'm going to stay out of it, but I think Albus Dumbledore is a liar, and, like, Voldemort is bad, but anyway, I'm going to sit here and, like, live my life. And right. that is just wild to think about. Right. There, what Where's, is it? Um, the lesser of two evils type of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, they're both they're equally both bad. bad. Um, equally <laughs> right um, oh god I yeah. hate our world okay. wow <laughs> so, let's move on I didn't want to bring it up but it's true and it's true. <laughs> um, okay so Harry has his has his vision and then he just like uses a mirror and then Sirius is like yep. no I'm good bro like we're I all think, good I think but- just in the books like Harry has all of his pillars if, if you if Marianne never snitches then McGonagall isn't spell bounded. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to her? Um, Dumbledore is at the at in his office. Hagrid might still be on. Even if he's jobless, he's still there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um and then and then uh, and on top of that, he's got the mirror to be like, "Yo, I just ha- had this horrible vision," or you know, knock knock, who's who's there? Yeah. So I just feel like that tactic that Voldemort used is still a worthy try but um probably ultimately doesn't work well i think he would try do we think that Sirius tells him to go to dumbledore um about the vision about the vision and dumbledore actually listens this time because our Sirius goes to dumbledore directly 
Um, and then Dumbledore is like, okay, occlumency is not working, obviously. Um, does Dumbledore go to the ministry anyway? Like, or like use, I'm still, I'm not over Dumbledore using Harry as bait. Like, okay, so they want you to go to the ministry. Let's go together. Well, I don't think that would, ha- I mean, because I think the thing is, is that like Dumbledore already knows the prophecy, so they don't need it, but it is an opportunity to like catch up some Death Eaters. That's, so no, that's what right, I'm saying is yeah. that like, if, if Sirius goes to Dumbledore or something, it's like Harry just had this vision, occupancy, it's not working. Do you think Dumbledore is like, well, let's take advantage of this. We know that they're going to be at the you could just send adults. You don't have to send Harry. Use it like, as a could, trap. They, yeah. they're already there. Right. Right. Like they, they're already there assuming that. So Harry doesn't go, but like, I don't think Harry but goes. Dumbledore and some order members like run up mm. on the ministry, scoop up some death eaters. Right. Do they do that? Or do they just decide, Oh, we're just going to leave it. I, Oh, that's very interesting. I feel like they would probably try to do that because it's proof. Like Dumbledore, like Fudge is, Dumbledore is tampering with Harry's mind. Well, not just that, but Fudge is trying to, prove that Dumbledore is taking trying to take over the ministry, right? So if Dumbledore says, I'm gonna go to the ministry, we're gonna tell Fudge I'm going to the ministry, that if then Fudge is the one that sees Voldemort or sees Death Eaters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a way of like exposing them. Because at this up until this point, the ministry is like willfully putting their head in the sand and ignoring things, right? But if you like catch Death Eaters at the like at the ministry so were you just saying Dumbledore goes by himself and he's like well I think that like one way I, yeah, way. I feel like Dumbledore is probably like let Fudge know that I'm headed to the ministry after dark <laughs> you tell him to tell me you know what I mean and okay. then it's like expo- a, a way to expose Death Eaters like, and whether or not Voldemort shows up this you know what I mean at least so you get this is maybe you- like my mind is not my mouth is not able to keep up with my mind thinking about this. <laughs> so many new things came to me just now as we discussed this because Throughout this discussion, I've kind of like slowly started to realize, and I was sad about it, that the ministry battle is a critical event that kind of needed to happen because that is when Fudge and the ministry realize that Voldemort is back, acknowledge and like have their whole kind of pivot, you know, like they mm-hmm. they do what they can, their bare minimum to be like, we were wrong, let's like act and be safe. However, I really think it's interesting to consider that I mean, it's so, the, honestly, what it is, it's like, it's too neat, right? But, like, we would all love if this happened, if Sirius were fine, and then he went to Dumbledore and was like, hey, Voldemort deliberately planted a vision in Harry's head. Occlumency isn't working. So, first of all, you get Snape called out on that. Maybe Dumbledore is then like, Harry, I'm going to take over Occlumency for you. In the immediate moment, I do think Dumbledore would be like, I have to go, or someone has to go, order members have to go, someone has to go to the ministry. Who's guarding the hall of prophecy is anyone guarding the hall of prophecy because we also remember when harry and his friends went there was like barely anyone at the ministry yeah there's like yeah. no one there i don't think there's anyone there i don't think anyone's after has anyone been well because also they went really late Arthur? and they flew by thestral so dumbledore would right. probably just like walk out and apparate and get there right away mm-hmm. oh my god this I, i'm not even i don't have anything to say other than i'm just like unpacking <laughs> my thoughts live as they come through <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what this is all battle. about there's still mm-hmm. a ministry battle I mean, I guess Harry and his friends aren't there unless they show up like seven hours late, cold from their flight. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, but I do right. think ah, my thing is that if if I can't if believe we tell Dumbledore, people. like I, I I can't I can't imagine Harry messages Sirius. Sirius is like, tell me exactly what you saw, right? They go through that whole thing. And then Sirius has to tell someone, like, 
he had this vision, this like very clear vision that is not happening. So like obviously Voldemort has found a way to mess with him. I cannot see Dumbledore just being like, well, we know that that's happening. We know Occupancy isn't happening. We also know that Death Eaters are trying to get you to the Ministry and not going to investigate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I, oh man, this sucks. But like, I think Dumbledore would go and he would take a task force as usual. I think he would tell Sirius to stay home and Sirius wouldn't do it. And no, but I could see we might have a very similar outcome regardless. And I can't believe I'm saying that like time is a flat circle, but maybe that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I think that part of the reason Sirius went is like, because, because Harry was. Harry was there. I don't think it's just part of it. I think that's like the majority. Like, mm-hmm. I think as you know, like he wants to be in an action or whatever. He's been able to stay out of it so far and then it's only when he's like oh no harry's in danger i gotta go but it's yeah. such a direct it's a direct attack on harry it is like it's not a physical attack but it's a deep mental and emotional attack and yeah, i think sure. still take that personally and be like i'm gonna mess up whoever did this i could see i could see serious going trying to go to hogwarts Mm. I guess that's not any better than the ministry. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. I don't know if if Dumbledore says, "Well, we're going to go to the ministry and check this out." I could see Sirius at the like if Sirius isn't able to like stay home and he has to like go into action. I could see him going to make sure because he feels that it it is like you said, a direct attack on on Harry. And I always thought, I always read him going to the ministry as, like, going to check on Harry, making mm-hmm. sure that Harry is safe. I could see him trying to go to Hogwarts to go wherever Harry is. But Maybe I have to say... Have to, like, ask a man or something, but... If Harry's using the mirror, then maybe Sirius is like, well, I'll just stay home with my feet up by the fire and chat with just talk. Harry yeah, through we'll this just talk. Yeah, And we'll then be like, okay, it. I'm gonna handle my godson in this emotional capacity and then everybody else can run off i love yeah. it they're both way too gryffindor for that to for i that know to well i do think that there's there's gotta be a pivotal moment somewhere um i had an idea but it was lost it's lost in all like, your brain is moving too fast to keep up <laughs> i do I actually think, while I was kind of exploring this, I do think Dumbledore would leave Hogwarts because in his office, what actually happens in canon is he says, um, there's more important things I could be doing if I'm not here, so I'm going to go. And and that's kind of his way of being like, I'm just going to wish I never left. He was looking so I, do think, I think he was looking probably like okay with how that played out because he was probably always like, preoccupied and we see Dumbledore become preoccupied more and more throughout the series and I think he's thinking like I can't just be headmaster like I have to go do the bigger work but does that mean that he leaves and he gives the headmaster power to McGonagall and then it's McGonagall v Umbridge with the power see I don't think so only because I know like I just don't think that he feels like he can like I feel like when um when Harry gets caught and like the DA gets caught, like it's a thing that kind of forces his hand mm-hmm. and makes him like, okay, well, I, you know, because he's already like anyway. not at Hogwarts the majority like, he does of the year that, anyway. He does that, he does that anyway while still maintaining the title of headmaster. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Be like, I'm out for a bit, and yeah, McGonagall got it. Still do that, 
But, but I think that, like, leaving them with Umbridge, I feel like, even if he puts McGonagall in charge, technically, like, I just don't think that, like, as much as I love her, like, they don't, for other people, it doesn't hold the same weight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's fair. I, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel like, okay, maybe, are we saying that... You have to say something, because yeah. you gotta get out so of the So are we book. saying, so are we saying, okay, so I think we have two options is what it's sounding like, so either Dumbledore just goes on his own to the Ministry, and, like, kept captures the Death Eaters, or he yeah. goes, or he, like, sends some people. Yeah. Um, I think he would go with the task force, because he would probably suspect that Voldemort is gonna show up, because it was a tra- trap set directly for Harry. Okay, yeah. so yeah. he goes with, like, a few of the order men- and members. Um, I think Sirius doesn't go only because, like, I think he would be salty about it. Like, I think he would mm-hmm. want to go, but I don't think that it would be any different from any other mission. You know what I mean? I, I don't know that, that this would be, like, Siri- the breaking point yeah. since Harry's not there. I, I think also believe that if, think Siri- Sirius- if Sirius went, I don't think he dies because he's not distracted by Harry. But I do think that Sirius is still going to snap at some point. Like, that's one oh, of those yeah. inevitabilities. Absolutely. We still have, we have two, two more, three yeah. more books. Leave us two more books. Two more books. Leave us alone. We also have creatures still, like, in the home plot. Yeah. Like, like, creature. creature would probably have needles to go if he wasn't already planning to. That's true. right. Okay, so that's something that you just brought up, Bayana, is that if they do this, does, how does, do we figure out how the role that Creature played um, because, or does anything happen, change with Creature? Because the, the thing that, the role that he's supposed to play is, if he's able to talk to Harry, he tells Harry that Sirius is gone, right? I guess it depends, like, because Creature is basically a spy. I think that kind of depends on what happens at the Ministry, because presumably Lucius Malfoy goes. So mm-hmm. one way or the other, like, if he, if the Ministry, actual Ministry officials show up, see the Death Eaters are at large, see that Voldemort is back in power, and then take the action that we see them actually take in canon, Lucius Malfoy ends up in jail. And and his family is not still in contact with Creature. Also, Creature has been dismissed and then inherited by Harry. Anyway, um, so that connection, because his connection is with the Malfoys, right? Creature Mm -hmm. with, well, with Bellatrix, and then by extension with the Malfoys. So that connection might not be as strong yeah, I mean, I could also see, like, them being, like, how did Voldemort know to use Sirius? You know what I mean? Like, that was one mm-hmm. of the things, like, I'm pretty sure Dumbledore, yeah. like, went yeah. and was, like, to talk to Creature and was, like, how did you, like, yeah, what did, because he has, you know, they have so many things where they, that Creature isn't allowed to say, um, and so I think they could be, like, somebody. Yeah, they would still be investigating that. Like, how that was. How that vision came, came about, yeah. So I could see him being discovered Mm. at some point um yeah i know you're right that that is that is a direct that a response that dumbledore had to the whole ministry thing too was to be like why serious how did they know to strike that particular weakness yeah Mm -hmm. okay so we have to make some decisions okay um so we're saying no matter what dumbledore goes to the ministry i think he goes with the task force we can just like say that say that um the death eaters that are there get discovered does voldemort get discovered 
Does he show up? Does he, does he show up? Because mm. I don't... I don't think he'd show up unless they saw Harry. Because, yeah. yeah, I don't think he shows up. But we do have all of these Death Eaters that get discovered. And then Fudge is going to... How does that play with the ministry? Does Fudge say, like, oh, they were they were trying for power? Or... Well, I think that Fudge, yeah. honestly, I think Fudge would still get sacked because even if Voldemort's not back and that's still, like, the stance, a bunch like, of people he's just broke like, into the and half people who broke into the ministry who just broke out of Azkaban. Yeah. 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 Like, mm-hmm. so I think at that point they're like, I don't care what, like, whatever it is is going on, you clearly can't handle it. Yeah. Whatever and so if not a full Voldemort is back, it would just be like a, we need to maybe look into, well, I mean, would they still blame Sirius? Because they blame Sirius for the breakout. Yeah. They could blame Sirius, but they definitely just need, like, just Fudge is not the one. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Not. No one is the one except Kingsley. Right, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah. So, I, Fudge gets sacked, and then we have... Um, well, okay, so do they... It Does Scrimger become the Minister of Magic, or does someone else become Minister of Magic? Because part of the reason they hired Scrimger is because... Umbridge is rising to power at Hogwarts, and by all... what Whatever anyone knows is that she's being extremely successful as High Inquisitor. Did they sack Fudge and replace... <laughs> with her oh my god oh, no. it's a possibility i don't think so because when they sack fudge she's still working at the ministry they didn't replace it place him with her no, anyway she, when they sack fudge she's like she's recovering from being like oh right, right. by the centaurs which yeah. would probably never happen because they were never they never yeah, got that never happened. Never happened. Yeah. so she's happen. still at large and she's senior undersecretary to the minister and Hogwarts High Inquisitor. She's in a prime position of power, actually, that they're like, oh, you want another yeah. promotion? Yeah. Oh, scaring me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh I know. Okay, I think since we all said, like uh-oh, it. let's do it. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Everybody gets promoted above Dumbledore, and then does she just sack Dumbledore? So if she becomes... And then... And then Dumbledore's, well, and then the, the, and then I the, the minister can fall. sack the headmaster. That's yes, the, but the here's, here's my question though: Does she actually care thing. that much? Like she is going, she's very much like when she I'm, has all the power. I'm doing this because Cornelius has power, and I want my. It's like her actions are proximity to power, and what will make Fudge happy. Yeah, and I do think that yeah. job to Fudge now that she's in power. And also, Dumbledore is the one who caught those Death Eaters, so people yeah. are less... Mm. From an image, I think she definitely feels like a personal vendetta against Dumbledore, but maybe, I you're right, like, for an image standpoint, feel, she probably would. Yeah. This is what I think would happen, is if Umbridge rises to power, then she would have the ability to place some of her half-breed laws into place a lot faster, and uh, maybe some of her Muggleborn stuff, which Dumbledore would not stand for. So then you still get the dumb Dumbledore Umbridge. Yeah, I almost said Dumbridge. Um, like <laughs> oh, no. oh wait, no. a ship. No, <laughs> no. That's literally the plot of a Harry Potter sequel. Um. Uh, so, like, would they face off anyways? Because it's not about Hogwarts, but it's about the laws that she's in putting right. in place in the Wizarding World. This would help. I mean, honestly, they that help. would make that would help Voldemort, Voldemort too. Like, 
Voldemort wouldn't even have to imperious her. Like he'd just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna throw, uh oh, I'm gonna throw Yaxley up in there. I'm gonna throw like, yeah, you know." I don't. One of the things that I don't think would happen is ultimately that, like, what I call dark Hogwarts would come about. I don't. I don't think the seventh year would be because Dumbledore would Dumbledore die. <laughs> well, <laughs> Uh, you had a breakthrough on this, Olivia. Do you want to talk about that? A huge Which thing one? that leads a, a, a physical object that leads directly to Dumbledore's death. It's in the dock. I keep in the dock. Hold on. You can you can uh we, we alluded to this earlier where um there's a distraction with Peeves. There's a distraction caused was that in no, no Oh the part. swamp? No. The, the, the ring, right? Oh the, oh, the vanishing cabinet. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's the biggest thing is that if Fred and George... So here's the biggest other plot twist of this all is that if Marietta never rats, then there's a really solid chance that Draco never knows about the room of requirement and can't find a way to use the vanishing cabinet. And... Oh, oh I, I know where you're going. Oh. I saw Bayana's face first, and that's all I needed to know. <laughs> The Vanishing Cabinet plays a pivotal role throughout this whole book series. So if Draco can't access it or can't find a place to store it safely by using the rumor requirement, which he found out because Marietta ratted out Dumbledore's Snitch, army, yeah. snitched, then then this other subplot line that probably would still happen of Draco becoming a Death Eater because that's all kind of outside Hogwarts and outside these plot points we've been talking about, then he can't He would still have been infiltrate Hogwarts. assassinating Dumbledore, but he wouldn't have found the means he actually did to let Death Eaters into Hogwarts, who ultimately... Well, I guess they didn't do it for him, Snape did, but I guess Dumbledore also had well, Dumbledore Snape was going to die anyway, Dumbledore is going to put that ring on, which is the I thing hate, that actually I killed him. I how many of these possibilities lead us to, like, oh, well, this was inevitable and would happen some other <laughs> anyway. That's really upsetting me, like, just, like... Yeah. Like, am I not creative fundamentally. Not even am I not creative, mean, okay. but honestly, just, like, what is time and and fate, and do we have choice yeah. as humans? And I don't <laughs> well, okay, but the, Here's the problem, is that the... So, how it plays out publicly is going to change, right? But, like, yeah. Dumbledore, inherently, who he is... He's going on those horcrux hunts, right? He's, he's going to find that ring. He's going to put it on. And he's yeah. going to curse himself. Yeah. Yes. And he's Whether he dies and, like... Year. Right. And he and so Snape is going to try to keep on as long as possible. But, like, whether he dies and then the Death Eaters and Voldemort can claim credit, like, I killed um, Dumbledore, or he just dies because he's dumb and, you know... I mean, Voldemort might still figure out a way to claim credit. Like, I poisoned him or whatever. I yeah. led to his demise because he's going to die not from natural causes, even though he's 115. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. What that does mean, though, is if Draco doesn't have the vanishing cabinet, which is his first plan, right? He gets increasingly desperate and he's doing the like curses and the poisonings. But he always is like, that's because he doesn't have the patience. Mm-hmm. He's with working on that, that cabinet. cabinet. But he's always working on that cabinet. There's a whole mo- montage in the movie of him like caressing him. Right, but like, like how crazy are his things, right? Like he's, he's just, is he just like doing like wild Wild, stuff? like he's he like, it's not just plan. like 
like he's going to like you know use the cursed necklace he's gonna need but is he like just you know wreaking real havoc and people are really dying you know what I mean? Like finding, trying to find a, a new basilisk to let loose. You know what I mean? Like how increasingly crazy will his, or not crazy, how increasingly reckless will yeah. his plans be? Or would he, like, would he actually push himself to perform the killing curse earlier, to at least attempt it earlier because he's desperate mm. and he doesn't have this, like, backup plan? Mm. Or, ooh, E, uh, Oh no! Uh oh! Or read Jimmy Draco? That's is he get? Does he get so like? Oh, desperate that he's like, I can't do this. I need to go to Dumbledore, tell him what I know, and have him get me out of this and be a double agent Snape two point oh. Yeah, but actually go through like a or it could just be like the witness protection thing, thing. like how um, like at the end, Dumbledore is like, we could. I think that's such an interesting parallel to where we started, which is this choice of Marietta of ministry and loyalty to my family versus the good of the world. And now we see Draco with that same choice of like, do I choose my family and protect them? Or do I just like try to get out of, I mean, ultimately I think Draco would have selfish like um, motivations, but does he choose, you know, with all of these like blocks that haven't been tipped to like, you know, make the pot boil? Does he say, hold on, something doesn't feel right? Um, Voldemort might not have as much power because he's not out in the open, because um, the battle at the ministry didn't happen in the way that it was. His father wouldn't, might, might be in jail, but under different circumstances. And then he mm-hmm. might just be like, no, I know who can fix this. It's the person I'm trying to kill and I'm not going to kill him and I'm going to go confess everything. Because yeah, he redeemed I, himself in the same way that Marietta has redeemed herself. I'm so Yeah, and I don't know if it's... I don't know how much of a redemption. I feel like that redemption arc is going to be slower. I feel like the desperation of um, I'm trying these things. Snape is you know, still does the unbreakable vow, right? And so Snape is, like, trying to help him. Um, does he just, is it that he just ends up really listening to Snape because he doesn't have any, uh, the Katie Bell, would it be after Katie Bell or would it be after Ron gets poisoned? Maybe it's after Ron gets poisoned. He's just like, I got nothing. And, like, the school year is running out. Like, my yeah. time is running out. So maybe I do. Does he trust Snape or does he go straight to Dumbledore and is like, hey, man, not only am I trying to kill you, but Snape is trying to help me. You know what I mean? Like, when, like how, you know, he doesn't know that, he doesn't know that Snape is a, like, spy for Dumbledore, a double yeah. agent, right? Yeah, so he, he might, but. I mean, they also said. He doesn't know it's for Dumbledore. He just right. knows that he is a spy. Yeah, he doesn't know. They assume on uh, Voldemort's side. Yeah. No, I mean he. No, I'm saying they don't like the Death Eaters. Don't really trust Snape, but they don't know for sure that he is an age, like an agent. Yeah. For them, Whereas, it's more I think some they, of them do, but not all of them. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking Bellatrix and people like, in in yeah. Draco's 
They're I mean, mad at him the same way people were mad at Lucius. I'm just like, oh, you renounced, you know who, and like went back to your cushy life. Right. Yeah. And he's still there. Like to them, they're like, okay, we're here, and like Lucius is like buying dark artifacts or whatever. But like, you're still working at the school. You're still working from Dumbledore. What's your mm-hmm. deal? So that's more. It's like a. They don't trust him because they're just like, how is this helping? Yeah. Even though it's been explicitly stated to them many times why it's helping, and also mm-hmm. if they just like thought about it for two seconds, it would be clear. But. Yeah. These people don't think like you and I. <laughs> so, okay, so we kind of jumped very far. Yeah, sorry. I just, the vanishing camera thing. Yeah, no, that was. My mind and we no, no, no. Yeah. So, we, where we ended up um, was Umbridge is headmaster. No, no. minister. Minister, yeah, minister. Um, is Dumbledore still headmaster? I think so. We think yes. Yeah. 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 So I couldn't in, see in, her being able to. Him. So we're just, him. We can't. She can't. Otherwise, she would have year. done it at the beginning of the book. Right. Yeah. So we're going in a sixth year. Um, they still don't know that Voldemort's back. They still don't. Know. Voldemort's still like underground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Umbridge, I think the Ministry is much more in like insecure. Like you know, it's we don't have to wait for pious sickness. Like she is right, and we don't even have to. It's not even an imperious thing. Like. Death Eaters are moving up the ranks because they're in her ear. You know, she's passing yeah. well, anti-half legislation. I also don't think it's insecure in that way, right? Like, because we know Umbridge, we know, like, like Fudge is, like, that type of person. He's floundering, he's obsessed with his image, and he's very insecure. Umbridge is secure. Like, she knows yeah. what she wants. Yeah. She's power-hungry, as we've said. And now that she has the power, like, she's going to enact what she feels, even if Death Eaters are whispering in her ear, it's probably not anything she hadn't thought of already. Right, right. right. I'm just saying that they, they're they gaining confidence or they, they gain her confidence and they gain influence in the ministry much quicker and mm-hmm. without it being um, through, like, coercive means, right? Yeah. Like, well, it's, I mean, to... it's it's Voldemort's agenda being pushed by the ministry rather yeah, than it's like more... the Death Eaters, which we eventually see in book seven, and it's so it's kind of just like a step towards that. So it's book seven earlier, and also without the like, um, mm-hmm. without the sense of like, it just it, it seems much more authentic because it's coming from Umbridge. So people like in book seven, when the ministry really flips, the public opinion is like, oh no, something yeah. something's up, and like Voldemort's pulling the strings. They don't have that, so the the greater public is less is not suspicious they're not like as vigilant yeah Yeah. because it's yeah and you wouldn't have the stuff like you know the pamphlets about like how to recognize you know in fairy and Mm -hmm. you know signs that someone you love may be under the imperious curse i don't think i don't think there would be that i don't think there would be any anything we wouldn't have molly wobbles we wouldn't have molly wobbles i mean we would we have all of your six is is them is the ministry getting the public ready or getting the public used to the fact that Voldemort is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would they, they would normalize but, this, like reign of evil yeah. step by step, piece by piece. But I will also say like Dumbledore's still out here. The yeah. year that we right. right. So like and the Quibbler. Know, like and the Quibbler, but like I would say that like Muggleborns can still go to Hogwarts because Dumbledore Dumbledore's gonna turn him away. No, yeah. he'll probably be like, nah, y'all need to stay. Do not leave. I would also say yeah. that like after the Death Eater break in, and then even with Dum- like with Umbridge's like with the tone change for the ministry, I think that 
while some people might not be prepared, I think others would, there would be like a very clear like Umbridge versus Dumbledore camp. And I think that there would be more, more people, people coming to Dumbledore's side, just like, nah, this isn't cool. Um, so I think there would be like much more, like politically, there would just be more going on. I feel like I don't think everybody would be kind of united in. Yeah. Yeah. But it wouldn't be, I'm, I'm saying like, it would be much more of a, we're, ugh, back to the real world, where we're at now, where it's like the right versus the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, there are obviously fascists over here, but there are a lot of people on the right being like, it's not fascism, it's just a difference of opinion. It's just right. politics, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's what I'm talking so, about, of the, like, kind of the gradual push, instead of it being like zero to book seven. Exactly. Yeah. In Hogwarts, it would be a bit to like, where you don't know that that's happening and that you're living under this like weird authoritarian rule, mm-hmm. which then turns out to be like a, pure blood supremacy and all of that like it's it's piece by piece and by the time it's happening you don't necessarily realize that all of these pieces have been put into place all of these educational decrees or ministerial Mm -hmm. executive orders or whatever Mm -hmm. I certainly think that not revealing Voldemort as early in the series would really rock the foundation of the wizarding world in 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 a big way because it just would appear to be normal for longer. And yeah, I totally agree that like people might actually not necessarily be on Dumbledore's side after a while. Like the Daily Prophet could probably whittle the public down. Um, and it wouldn't be the Death Eaters. It would be well, Umbridge. I, I have this thought though. Well, the, the vast majority like of people that are, the vast majority of magical people that we know work at the ministry so there would be a lot more just like disgruntled employees though you know what i mean who like see her as a tyrant and see her as maybe not like she's not Voldemort, but she's awful yeah um Mm -hmm. do we think that the the daily prophet and the wizard media as it were would would try to normalize it again bringing it back sadly to our current reality but I, mean, I think that they would but i they do would treat them like they treated that, Fudge and then be like oh wait actually like not recognize that like this is extremely not normal i think yes but i also think that there would be a large like again in our regular world there would be a lot of people who are working at the ministry and it's like this bitch is crazy and like doesn't read and doesn't you know what i mean so, like <laughs> There's like there are like it, it's not a large majority of people. It's still a small majority or a small number of people in the ministry. But there are people in the ministry that are like, you know, we're trying to hold it together and also like much more open to like I feel like they're beyond it being just like Kingsley, Mad Eye, and Tox in the order, there would right. be a lot more people in the order across the ministry because they're like, Yeah, this is not mm-hmm isn't gonna work and and like as they come into the ministry they're able or sorry into the order a lot of them would recognize certain things right so they're like yeah. okay i know umbridge can do that all by herself but like this dude is a known death eater and like this dude is you know has been like giving voldemort money and like whatever um yeah what a, what's going on with harry and them like what's going on at school oh that's <laughs> cool. well i think uh, I mean, if Draco did get pegged by Voldemort, then I think Harry's obsession with Draco would remain, right? Or would he not have a care as much? He also I mean, still has well, the he DA. He would have serious, so there's that. He would have serious, I, he would have the DA, which is 
you know, which he, he loved a lot and which right. meant a lot, as we learn later, which meant a lot to people like Luna and Ginny and Neville. Yeah. But Harry's also just obsessed with Draco. So yeah. that could also still... But that's like, I mean, between if he was running the DA and he's Quidditch captain and like, I mean, it's the chosen one thing wouldn't be out in the same way, but... Well, do they need the, the DA anymore? Well, I think they would keep it. I think they'd keep it. And then one of the things that I was chasing down when I was writing some notes on this was, would the would the DA get into trouble eventually? Like, it's one of those inevitabilities where, okay, they didn't get on the vestrals back and fly, you know, to the, to the ministry. But mm-hmm. if they're taking... Um, because if Snape is um, the new, like, would Snape become the new Dark That's Arts true. teacher? And if possibly. Snape does and become, he's also the... trash at teaching. Yeah, right. so it's like I think they would probably still meet. Well, I think it might be like more of an open thing, though. Like, It'd you know, charm yeah, club or something like that. It would be approved, yeah. but then they could. It ugh, ooh, wow! During Harry's obsession with Draco, he could like rope in these people Colin. like Colin and them to keep track of him Ooh. and then they, they instead of I poor think, creature I think the DA kind of leads Harry into trouble eventually I think it's like happy for longer but then at some point I think he gets a little power hungry and says um hey I have all these people that suddenly feel very confident doing defense magic and like <laughs> I think they're gonna get I think they're gonna get a little wand happy and like want to go use that magic <laughs> that was that was like kind of one of the thoughts that i had followed down yeah i could definitely see that especially if draco in the beginning of the year before he gets you know so desperate that he goes for help because i still like that yeah. if as Dra- you know katie bell's getting cursed uh ron's getting poisoned I think that he would use DA members and like Hermione might be like, calm down. There's no basis for this, but he can get Colin Creevy and Neville and Luna to be like stalking Draco basically <laughs> on patrol. Yeah. Right. Like, but like their own order of the Phoenix in court. Yeah. Um, right. Which is so interesting because and- that's what, um, that's what Draco did in book six with Crab and Goyle outside the room of requirements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's this kind of flipped. The thing is, is that does Dumbledore stop it, or like how long does Dumbledore let this go on? I don't know because I, I think Dumbledore, being the jerk that he is, kind of had like knew about Draco from the start, yep. and like kind of let it all unfold once again yeah. using a child as his pawn. So does he still do that? Even though Draco doesn't have as good of a shot because he doesn't have the requirement, does Dumbledore still let Draco kind of amass these attempts at killing him? And speaking uh, of Dumbledore being a jerk, has he told Harry about the prophecy? Or the Horcruxes? The only reason I think he does is because he's dying. Like, I think he just does it later. Like, after he puts on the stone or whatever, and then he gets yeah. cursed. Like, okay, oh, instead of after Sirius's death. Okay. Instead after, yeah, instead he just, like, he doesn't plan on it. Like, in his head, he's like, you should probably do that, and then he doesn't. And then he gets cursed, and he's like, oh, well, like, I actually only have so much more time left, so. Are they doing their special lessons? And I think so, because he... He, he has to find the rest of the Horcruxes anyway. No, I know, but I'm wondering, like, does he try to 
tell Harry to rein in the DA during these things, or because that so, whatever has happens with the DA has to be big enough to get Umbridge and the Ministry's attention, because like mm-hmm. Dumbledore is just gonna let that go on under his roof. You know what I mean? Like they're he he let the DA go on under his watch when the first time. So. Yeah. If you're saying that, like, the DA gets increasingly reckless and does something um, that gets them in trouble, it has to get them in trouble with the ministry. hmm Yeah. So my question, <laughs> back to Thomas, like, <laughs> time is a flat circle, is... Mary, does Marietta's decision not to rat out just kind of like slow down book five and then at some point in book six like we just get right back on the timeline because Dumbledore is going to die anyways and maybe we're looking at a version where Sirius lives while Dumbledore dies but Dumbledore's still going to die so everything's going to get dark and evil well, so we, what we do have, though, is in book six, um, in the canon, Harry's running around, like, full of grief. Um, horny. Horny. That part. <laughs> Monsters in his chest. Nothing's going to stop these kids from being horny. I'll tell you that. And um, survivor's guilt in a way that is not... Um, it's compounded by Cedric, right? So it's like, the reason why Harry is so like, self-isolating and stuff is because Cedric died, he decided that, that was his fault and then Sirius dies and that was his fault. Um, and so he's very much pushing people away. Mm-hmm. In, in this, book six, he, it, he does handle it better in book six. Like, I think because of Cedric he handles Sirius better and that kind yes. of... Instead of therapy, he has this kind of this, this epiphany where he's like, I'm going to not let it swallow me whole, and I'm going to try to move on and try to fight back. So I wonder if without but Sirius, he does, he's, still, he's still dealing with all of that Cedric trauma because he's never really unpacked it. Yeah, but he, I think in book six, he does double down on, you're not going to die for me. I'm going to do it alone. Yes, totally. Which So he wouldn't be doing that, right? And he would have... I think he, he wouldn't, wouldn't be not blowing be up as Hermione far, and Ron. He wouldn't be as far along in that kind of emotional journey which it's, yeah. it's sad to say. I don't want to suggest that Sirius is like some tool for Harry's emotional growth it's not that but it is yeah. because it is another loss and because Harry by the end of the series is a character so defined by the loss of people he's loved it is just it does it's one of those things that forms him into the person that he is in the final book I think in some ways though he would come to the same conclusion because we have said that Voldemort would still have tried to use the angle of getting serious at him. So I don't think he would carry the grief of that moment, but he would have the knowledge of, oh, Voldemort's okay. going to try to use the people that are close mm-hmm. to me. So I think ultimately towards the end of book six, if he had made the decision to leave, which I'm not entirely sure he would, we can unpack that. But if he did make the decision to leave Hogwarts, which it probably would have because Dumbledore would have tasked him with finding Horcruxes and Ginny wanted to come or the trio wanted to come, I think he'd be like, no, you know, you're going to make me, you know, I'm going to worry about you and and Voldemort can't know because he'll put a vision in my head that you're at the ministry and we know he's tried that before. It didn't have the outcome 
of Sirius actually dying, but Harry knows that that's something Voldemort's capable of doing. Yeah. Okay, so how does that play out, though? In this new timeline, Sirius is here. Um, he's still going on these, like, lessons with Dumbledore. So he know, and he knows about the prophecy, so he knows... But Voldemort doesn't. But Voldemort still. doesn't know about the prophecy. But the prophecy is still there, so maybe he just goes himself. Voldemort goes to get the prophecy? Because if Umbridge is, like, you know, he could oh, right. sneak in mm-hmm. after hours, but, like, he could My just, question he about go. Go. the prophecy is I've always wondered why he wanted it. But that's that's a question for an actual <laughs> podcast yeah. and not a timey-wimey podcast. <laughs> it's yeah. always been a part of the series or, series or I was like, why Voldemort fight so hard for this? Because Snape basically... I think it's because he only got half of it and so he... Yeah assumed that the other half would tell him how to defeat oh, oh okay yeah. okay that makes sense too late, dude too yeah late. like you already you already did it so that's, that's the thing is like even oh. if he gets the prophecy like what does he do with that information like it's too late you already marked him as an equal mm-hmm. only one can live while the other survives like that's what it is right i mean i think he just gets the prophecy like you know a different um, way avery or whatever tells umbridge that he needs to you know, he misfiled something in the room of requirements. He's going to stay later, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they just walk him in. He holds it. It's not a big deal. It's very easy to done, easily done. Yeah. And then he hears it Harry and he's like, wow. Like or is that one movie plot? What? So what happened? Don't they need Harry to, to, to un- don't they need him to hold need, the prophecy? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. it has no. to be whoever, um, it's, it's whoever it's about or who like heard it or told it. So the, yeah. there's oh. four people that can get the prophecy. It's Trelawney because she made the prophecy. Dumbledore, because the prophecy was told to him. Harry or Voldemort, because it's about them. But, yeah. Dumb, but Voldemort doesn't know because he's like, I'm so No, confused. Snape overheard it. So Snape actually so didn't, didn't count. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, his name um, isn't on it. The, the names that are yeah. on it are those four yeah. people. So those four people can get it, but Voldemort doesn't go get it himself because yeah, he's he just writing and he doesn't want to orchestrate this whole plot and to plant dreams in Harry's head for a whole year, lure him there with a bunch of other Death Eaters who also <laughs> shouldn't be in the Department of Ministries and have <laughs> Harry get it in front of them Very and have him instead of Voldemort himself just like kind of trying to like just like here's my airtight plan promo. I don't understand what your issue understand. is with it. <laughs> here's my biggest question: Is does Frank Bryce die in this? <laughs> Yes, the character yeah. he's, he's dead. 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 Snape kills him. But, okay, so but what, what's going on with, because we've had, like, Draco is now under, like, Dumbledore's protection, sort of? So once Dumbledore dies, what does that do for, like, Narcissa and Draco? Do they still have, like, the order? Wait, 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 sorry. They, he doesn't have to die in the same way. It can be Mm-mm. very, like, they can plan it out and then, like, get everything in order at this point because because Draco doesn't have the Death Eaters showing up at yeah. Hogwarts, Hogwarts they kind of like, they can find out about the Horcrux being fake 
um, Draco and Narcissa can like go into some safe house mm-hmm. and like all that can happen before Dumbledore has to perish. Not that it stays. Why that would way, but... why wouldn't Dumbledore just rope them into his machinations and say, Hey Draco, I'm gonna let you kill me. Well, you're not gonna kill me, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take credit for killing me. Oh. And you maintain mm. And, and then you can stay with your family. And... Why wouldn't Dumbledore do that? Okay. I... Dumbledore would hide him if it was he was going to live. But like once he puts on the ring and he knows he's going to die and his time is running out, I think they can do all of what you were saying and like set it up in a way they learn, you know, they have a time frame. Mm-hmm. I was wondering why Dumbledore wouldn't say, okay, Draco, this is what I need from you. Right, in a similar way that he does with with Snape. Snape. I mean... Hmm. Does that, and then with the whole, you know, book seven would play out very similarly, except for Harry wouldn't be as sad because Sirius never died. Yeah, I mean, so this is what I think, is that, like, Dumbledore figures out a way to die, give Draco credit for it. Um, Yeah. Or... As you know, Snape Jake doesn't give Draco credit for it, but you know, says like we were I had him cornered or I got him, you know, disarmed or whatever, and Snape killed him, which is a believable thing, right? Like, because Voldemort never actually expects Draco to succeed, but because yeah. or well, why didn't they I just, just had do a that anyway? Wild idea, okay? So, yeah. here, so Dumbledore is not gonna go quietly into the night with this. So if instead of using Draco as a pawn, would and if and if Voldemort never appeared himself in public, which is a big crux of this new timeline, is that Voldemort is still I think Dumbledore would use his death to expose Voldemort somehow. So some sort of plan Ooh. where he pours Voldemort out into the into a big fight. Um maybe Dumbledore pretends like he kills Draco and puts Draco in hiding, and then Voldemort feels like he can't get at Dumbledore. But Maybe somehow, Dumbledore fakes his own death to draw and out Voldemort, Voldemort, and then actually dies. And then Voldemort can kill Dumbledore, or they just have a big fight. Yeah. Well, they yeah, have the horses like, at let, that point, but yeah, he could like let Voldemort kill him, and then Voldemort can be like, "I, you know, I killed mm-hmm. Dumbledore, whatever." Because mm-hmm. we all know Voldemort was kind of taking credit for the death anyway. Mm-hmm. And Snape would have still been undercover, but I do think that, you know, Dumbledore, I don't think Dumbledore would, he would definitely use his death in some bigger way than just with Draco, because it's Dumbledore like and he I, has that power. Yeah, I like the idea that that is how we get Voldemort out in the open. Right. Um, because like, that is, in, that's a big Yeah, deal. and that's very important to Dumbledore that everyone knows that, like, Voldemort is out here. Um, yeah, right. And I think that that would also like shake things up for people too. Like even those who are like on the fence or like you know both sides are bad. Be like, well, this man just because <laughs> Albus Dumbledore. Like this is clearly and he's yeah. back. Like he's back and Dumbledore's dead. Like yeah, it would just be intense. It would, yeah. Okay. So how? So what it happens with Draco? So does he put Draco and Narcissa in the hiding? Because then we have. That really has some ramifications that we're not thinking about right now. But mm-hmm. 
or that we're too early to bring up, but we need to figure that out because. Well, I think let's say they do. What's what? What are the ramifications? When Harry gets caught and is taken to Malfoy Manor, Malfoy Manor is just as just Voldemort and Bellatrix and or Bellatrix and um, Lucis. Lucis is like my family's gone. But they don't and, know for sure, a hundred percent, that that's Harry. But they are going to go with their gut. Are they? I, yeah. By that or, point, I mean, I feel like Dobby can come and like help and stuff like that. But like, I don't feel like they get to use Malfoy Manor in the same way. I think it would then be like Bellatrix's. House. Malfoy Manor, use of Malfoy Manor is a direct punishment to Lucius from his. Uh, fuck up at the ministry okay well i'm that's only one change the other change and draco disappear oh yeah Ooh. we still have to get to the battle of hogwarts who's gonna tell voldemort that harry is dead that narcissa does that oh make sure that draco is alive Ooh. okay they're gone that's I'm like there's two points. Yeah, their presence. Well, that one from. I feel like they're both still trying to figure out how to work their limbs again. You know, like they're they were knocked out. It's not like Harry mm-hmm. was the only one who got knocked out. J- Voldemort also got knocked out in that situation. Um, so it could just be that they're like, nah, he's still alive, and then you just gotta. Expelliarmus earlier, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, does it all just take place in the woods? Yeah, nobody sees it. But if it all takes place, very anticlimactic ending. No, because if it all takes place in the woods, and uh, Nagini is not God. Mm. Ooh, like this is important, people. Ooh. Well, is Nagini in the forest? Yeah. Nagini, gets, say, Nagini comes back when he is bringing Harry Potter's body back. Who's to say Harry can't kill the I snake mean, himself? He doesn't have the. He's not. Bad. He doesn't have. Well, Hagrid's there. He doesn't have the. the I wouldn't rely on Hagrid. Hagrid's not going to kill a snake. He can't even. He's going to kill a snake. Hagrid would literally attack her as a pet. Yeah, There's enough like chaos that Harry can. Don't you? Know, okay, this is the thing I've never been really clear about because Nagini is like a sentient being yeah. is like is it just that you kill Nagini in whichever way and then the Horcrux dies because she yeah. gets her head cut off by wait, the wait 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 Sirius is still alive Ooh. if yeah. Sirius hears Ooh. that Harry went off into the forest by himself there's Ooh. no way he's not going after him immediately. are you killing Sirius? no I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying that they would know right like they would be like Harry we haven't seen Harry in a minute mm. Dumbledore or Voldemort said meet me in the forest and Harry Sirius tells. knows Harry and is like, okay, yeah. we're no, he I don't he doesn't. He doesn't. I think he mentioned maybe not. I'm surprised there weren't like Neville 30 like, people. Hey, in that I forest. saw Harry walking on the grounds. I don't know what's going on. And Sirius is like, oh hell no, nah. like not my son. And so he grabs the people and he's like, We're going into the forest. Everyone right now, whoever is like uninjured. Oh yeah. So instead of him just running off on his own, he grabs everyone. And so Harry wakes up, and they're like, oh, no, he's alive. And they're then here battling. comes all the, they're battling in the forest. And they're battling in the woods. Okay. Which is 
Which means a lot more. I feel like like everybody would just die because battling <laughs> in the woods is just it's, you never have the upper hand. Poor well, that's necessarily true though. Like they're in the Forbidden Forest. You yeah. know, the centaurs, the centaurs are much closer and do not true. like the forest. Grop like, knows those grounds very Grop, well. Right. Grop like, I just still, like, yeah, we agree. Grop is untouched. Um. And there's children that are saved because are they they're not gonna grab the children to go in the forest like does lavender brown live in this timeline? Oh, did she die in the other one? That's, that's, that's still earlier. earlier. That still happens earlier. Don't but don't open this up because I don't. Sorry, I didn't. I have so many questions. Yeah, so many questions about lavender brown. So, this is like where we come to with a lot of these when we get to the Battle of Hogwarts is that there's still a lot of unknowns that we just wouldn't really be able to know because so many things happen at once. Yeah, um, they do battle before. He gets there. He I gets love, um, I love Sirius going in there and kind of being. It would, what it would do, from a narrative standpoint, like it would diminish kind of almost Ron and Hermione's role. I think at that point because Sirius and Harry are so close, mm-hmm. and like the function of Sirius dying again. I hate, I hate talking about it in this way, but like, yeah. the function of Sirius dying is that Harry loses someone who's very close to him, who's a mentor and a friend. Like he always talks about that. Seeing Sirius, not talks about it. it it's like it's mentioned when he dies that he thought he came to think of Sirius as a mix of father and brother and that's two things that he doesn't have and then and Dumbledore was very much in that space of like mentor and father figure which he didn't have so still having Sirius around at the Battle of Hogwarts puts Harry in a very different place like did Sirius go camping with them was he there for all of this where was Remus were Remus and Sirius fighting together or is Remus still with Tonks and has had they've died in the battle like when his husband is in the forest fighting <laughs> and would remus even do the yeah, most would remus characteristic the thing in the world of, of, let's be real would remus and sirius live out their wolf star dreams yes oh they would. yeah i think i don't know that we've had a timeline yet in which that didn't happen <laughs> i think I mean, it would be this i may one. not be able to save Sirius in every timeline but i am able you to get him a boyfriend that's true maybe <laughs> wolf star is our constant yeah Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I don't know. I grew up reading Sorry, this is like neither here nor there. I grew up reading these books and Wolfstar never really being a thing. And like, I read one fanfic. That's all it takes. That's literally all all it takes. takes. Read the right fanfic or like, yeah, or just like suddenly it clicks and then it, and then you realize that it's God's truth. It's just, always been there. It's always it's been there the whole time. Our past, present, and future. I, I mean, mean uh, like, I tugboated them for sure, but like they. I like, was too busy writing fanfiction about Sirius and myself to <laughs> think <laughs> or realize or care about Wolfstar, and that is my singular truth. <laughs> is that if I was shipping Sirius with anybody, it was sixteen-year-old yeah. Olivia. Mm-hmm. We respect it. Thank I you. love it. Thank you. Um, you deserve. Uh, so in my timeline, ultimately, I end up with <laughs> my, my life. <laughs> okay, so so I still think they're able to defeat Voldemort's defeated in the forest. In the forest, though, so yeah. we face yeah. some property damage for Hogwarts. Not yeah. that much. Not that but, much, but some, some. There are casualties. We don't know who who they are. We can't, yeah. Cool. I so like this. I like it. The only one plot hole that we didn't cover is if Drake goes in hiding. Yeah. Then the fiend mm-hmm. fire situation mm-hmm. doesn't oh. happen. But everybody's on a Horcrux hunting mission, and Harry did find out about the diadem. So I think that 
diadem. They they can destroy it. With with the bath thing. That was their plan to begin with. Because they just go around and. Yeah. 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 All the requirement lives. (laughs) Just like, stab stuff. All the rumor requirement. Venom. So yeah. Do you so think they... the requirement got Maybe I don't know. I think oh, it wasn't really on the plans. I'm sorry. I got. I went back into regular canon because of the scene fire. The rumor requirement gets torched, and then when they re, when they're rebuilding Hogwarts, do they rebuild the rumor requirement? I just I got think really. It's sad. probably just there, burned. and I don't think the room got burned. I think the stuff in it burned yeah. probably. All that history. Okay. I don't know, but yeah. So Molly and was that canon or did I write this like really sweet moment where Harry was trying to search through? I think I wrote this in a fan fiction. Harry was searching through the room of requirement and he comes across a desk and it's got um, Arthur and Molly scribbled into the desk. You made that I wrote up. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wrote that, but also I love it. I, I wrote that. Later. You wrote that. But I wrote funny. that. But I'll I love my it. next Monday in Harry Potter fan fiction it's theme that canon. I do. Oh it's God. new canon, yeah. <sighs> yeah so, no. well, okay. Burned. Oh, no, I need to. All say right. It. In our new timeline, in this new world of Harry Potter, who is the MVP? Oh, who's the MVP? Oh, whoa. Um. <laughs> well, <not laughs> right. No, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that question. It would have to be serious, right? Because he'd st- he'd step up. Or is it Draco because he decided not to kill Dumbledore? Does he get the ultimate? This is your it's your you're making the decision. Ooh, okay, promo. What do you think? There's so many what ifs. I'm stressing myself out. <laughs> I tell like I know it's not Dumbledore. I know it's not Snape. I know none of these things. I mean, if Harry makes mature decisions, maybe. You think it's serious just because we we love him and, and miss him and we would get to spend so much more time with him and have I kind of yeah yeah looking for him to also like grow and spend more time with Harry yeah 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 I think it would be serious I wanted to try to bring it back to our girl Marietta for making the right choice but she <laughs> doesn't have any role to play besides yeah. just the, that one choice so it's she not a big no MVP choice. no. I mean, it changes um, a lot, but yeah. it changes a lot. Of, like the ripple effect, but like as a person and the yeah. choice that she made. No. I am going to MVP Albus Orion Potter. Orion? I don't know, because Albus oh, serious sorry. It's dumb. You're, no, no, no. Sorry. In my head, I thought like, oh, apostrophe Ryan, and I was like, because isn't it serious Orion Potter, right? It is, right? It so is, yeah. Albus, like Orion yeah. Potter, who gets a new name, mm. still named after Albus, which is a choice, but Albus Severus no longer exists, and that is good for all of us. Yeah. Um, that's very nice, but I'm going to reject it because it reminds me of that whole, the whole play that I simply <laughs> can't handle right now. Yeah. yeah. That's Mostly in this new timeline, I love that. Curse child never happens. Yeah, in every time that matters to me. Yeah, even in this timeline, I reject it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have to make sure that the time turners are still destroyed, and actually, people forget all about time turners. Yep. 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 All of them. I am gonna MVP. I'm gonna MVP serious. This is wonderful. Yeah. This is love. This it's a good one. Quintessential Robin episode. Serious wins. Who is bitched? Oh, so Ben. 
say Voldemort, but Umbridge did a lot. She did a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. yeah. I definitely. I want to bench Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Because right. he uses people as pawns, and that sucks. And it never ceases to suck. And if he was on the bench, then he couldn't use children to do his bidding. And I don't trust him to not do that. Yeah, that's so fascinating. It's like we were literally like, I mean, but Dumbledore would he? Would yeah. He yeah, he, I mean, what he expresses to Harry at the end of Order of the Phoenix in canon is that he had so many opportunities to tell him about the prophecy to come clear to be like, here's what I'm doing with you, here's what I'm doing with Sirius, here's where I'm keeping my distance, and I'm keeping you all cooped up, and he didn't do any of that. And the only time he finally came clean about it was because a man was killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, my trajectory yeah. with loving and hating Dumbledore as a character is very parallel to loving and hating J.K. Rowling as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They are, I very read, I read the books and Dumbledore is one of my favorite characters, very Gandalf-esque. And then as I read the books when I got older, I was like, this man is terrible. Like, Mm -hmm. he sucks. He straight up just uses people to his own gain for whatever greater good, big air quotes. But yeah, yeah. and then that's now how I feel about J.K. Rowling is like growing up, I was like, she can't do any wrong. And look at her donating all this money and blah, blah, blah. And then it just turned out to be and a forester. The true yeah. bench. The true yeah. bench. The true bench. <laughs> the true bench. <laughs> the true bench. <laughs> We're just going to rewrite this shit anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have nothing um, to add to that. I endorse it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Um, can you let our audience know where they can find you? Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, so you can find me, Olivia Dolphin, at a variety of places. My personal Twitter is at Livy Doll, L-I-V-I-D-O-L. Same with my Instagram. I post a lot of poetry there, so come hang out. And then Wizards in Space um, is wizardsinspacemag.com. Um, and you can find us on various social media. If you search Wizards in Space Literary Magazine, we have a variety of different, um, handles just because wizards in space was a popular tag who would have known um but if you search for us with literary magazine wizards in space literary magazine you'll find us and come hang out and we have our sixth issue coming up which i'm so excited about yeah yeah uh you can find me um pretty much on every social media as promo what up p-r-o-m-a-w-h-a-t-u-p you can find Mashable at Mashable. They're quite big. They're all over your feed anyway. And um, I write a lot of entertainment articles. So if you read anything about TV and movies, there's like a significant chance that I wrote it. And you can you can pop in and say hi in the comments as well that I never read because they can be scary. Um, and you can find my production company anywhere at Lion Party Films. Like, yeah, this, I just edit this out because I have nothing to add to that. Lion Party Films, we have um, a short film coming up, actually, which I wrote and directed a couple years ago. It has nothing to do with Harry Potter or anything related to this podcast. It is a periwood of a periwood, a parody of a Bollywood movie. It's very fun and stupid, but I'm really excited about it. And yeah, that's us. Yeah. Love it. All right. And thank y'all for listening. Um, next week, we will be back with a new adventure with our time turner. Um, make sure to follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is bench for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at Black Girls Create, hashtag Wizard Team. 
Yeah. We'll Ooh. see you next week. Wow. Whoa. We did it.